Hi everybody and welcome back to Side of Slaw episode number 69. Um, well, the world's changed a little bit since uh, the last... I would not say the world, let's say just our country. Well, that's basically the world. But um, things have shifted, been some monumental changes in the world and uh, depending upon who you are, obviously it's either a, a great time to be alive or we all might as well jump off a cliff and drink the Jim Jones Kool-Aid, you know? And we thought about not even talking about it, but then I said, we can't not talk about it, because it's everywhere, and the people want to know our opinions. We're a variety show, and we talk about everything. All of the people listening to this yes. want to hear it. So Jude, obviously, is also here Jude's as well, here. as you can hear from the grizzly bear grumbling in the chair in the three-seat. Um, but anyway, yeah, let's just get into it, I guess. Third There's field. actually a couple <clears throat> big Supreme Court decisions that came down last week. Um, obviously, they were all overshadowed by Roe. Yes. But um, the primary big one that I wanted to touch on, which I think is very, very cool, is um, it was the New York State Rifle and Pistol, Pistol and Rifle Association, um, essentially against New York State. And what they were contesting was the fact that states, um, essentially, there's uh, two types of states when it comes to issuing concealed carry uh, permits, right? So there are shall issue and may issue states. Now those break down primarily along red and blue lines. So if you're in a state <clears throat> like Texas or Wyoming or Idaho or something like that, it's either already constitutional carry, which means you don't have to have a permit in order to concealed carry or just carry in general, um, or it's a shall issue state. Now shall issue simply just means if you apply for um, a concealed pistol license or a concealed carry license, depending upon what they call it from where you come from. Um, basically, so long as you are someone who is legally allowed to have that and you can pay whatever the fee is or the renewal fee, you can have that. Now, a May issue state is a little bit different where, and again, these tend to be states that are very deeply blue, like New York or California, where if you would like to apply for concealed carry, they would require you to explain to them why you need it. And generally speaking, it would be not suitable for you just to want it for your own self-defense. So you would need to be <clears throat> like a famous person who needs to defend themselves, or you need to be uh, private security and you'd use it for work or something like that. But if you were just Joe Sixpack and you said, hey, I have a right to carry a gun on me and it's my gun and I'm not a criminal, they would say, too bad. So they contested that on constitutional grounds, saying that states shouldn't be able to take the May issue side of that stance. Mm. Um, and the Supreme Court ruled in their favor. So now, which is awesome. Which is very exciting because when you think about it, if you have the rights to keep and bear arms and it is recognized across the country by all the courts as an individual right to carry, not, not a communal, when they reference a well-regulated militia in the Bill of Rights, it's not thought of as the police or as the sheriff's department or something like that, it is recognized as the militia is the people, then why should you only be able to have that within your home? Especially yeah. if that right is extended beyond simply having it as a deterrent against a tyrannical, overreaching federal government. If it's also there to defend yourself, it is something that you should be able to carry and not have to give some sort of special reason as to why you should because you have the right to do it. Yeah. So it's very exciting. That's very exciting. <clears throat> I'm not going to lie, y'all. I'm jazzed about the Supreme Court. 
Supreme Court's been kind of killing it lately. They've kind of been, kind of been on the fire. vibe. They I'm may not be getting lie. killed soon, but they've been killing it. Yeah, everyone doxing them on the internet. But um, I, I'm not going to lie. I think that's really awesome. I didn't even know for some reason that that was a thing until I read yeah. into it. And then I was like, wait, is this allowed? <laughs> is this allowed? Yeah, well, not anymore. It's not Good. a thing anymore, which is obviously exciting. And states are given a lot of leeway to regulate... Um, essentially their their state's gun laws which i don't think there's necessarily anything wrong with that but um a lot of them that are very deeply blue have tried to make it as difficult as possible to own a gun um definitely to carry a gun in public so as to kind of disincentivize regular people from having them absolutely i would assume that comes from this idea that gun ownership means crime where mm-hmm. at, but you know responsible gun owners obviously aren't going and yeah. robbing 7-elevens or shooting schools so and if you think about it you know i don't know the numbers but a, the majority of gun owners are responsible gun owners oh, like, it's a very very small pretty percentage that's uh it's a mental health crisis yes and that's what I've never understood about individuals who are all about the gun control is if someone has decided that they want to get a hold of a weapon and do bad things, they're going to do that somehow. Yes. Well, and we didn't even really touch on Uvalde when that happened. I mean, it's probably like a month now since was that, that happened. The school shooting? That was the most recent one in Texas. Yeah. Yeah. I Which, didn't. It was heartbreaking and I didn't want to talk about it. So we didn't chat about it on here. Fair. But, but yeah. We're getting real political deal. today. So we might, we're as well just, we might as well just get yeah, into absolutely. it. We might as well just delve, right? Mm-hmm. So there are a lot of misnomers and misunderstandings when it comes to gun violence as an aggregate in the United States. So within the U.S., roughly two-thirds of gun deaths every year are suicides. Mm-hmm. And some people say, well, if we make it harder for people to get guns, you know, you'd reduce the suicide rate. Honey, they're still bridges. Well, there's... <laughs> There are a lot of other ways that obviously you can commit suicide. I could think of but, 10. Yeah, oh, right. but really, I mean, as far as industrialized nations go, I don't want to lie. Um, so I'm going to try to look this up and verify it. But I think our suicide rate really ain't that high. Like there are a lot yeah. of places, Japan in particular, Where that have really, really high worse. suicide rates. Hold on. Countries with highest... But then again... Suicide. It just goes back to the same thing. It's like, it's not about the weapon itself. It's about the person holding the weapon. And if they have, excuse me, poor intentions, that's the problem. Well, the thing is, if someone walks into a school with a gun and starts shooting kids, are they going to be like, hey, did he have a permit by chance? No. They're going to be like, oh, it's probably a kid who took his dad's gun who might have a permit. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's like a shotgun for hunting or yeah, absolutely something like that. But they're not going to be like, if he had a permit, that would have stopped it. No, he yeah. could still take the gun. I couldn't so agree easily. more, Jude, because it's about the person and it's a mental health crisis. And we've talked a lot about that on here. I've written papers about it. And I think that it's sort of addressed, but also not really because it's easier to crack down Oh, not, it's actually not easier, but it's easier to blame the weapon rather than the person. Um, and that's a very big part of it. But I think that we've also touched on here that a lot of gun purchasing and dealing is done like illegally in a Walmart parking lot. You know what I mean? It's not like you're like going to where do you buy guns? I don't know. Like what? 
Uh, no, it is actually near the dumpster behind the Walmart. Because if it was the Walmart parking lot, that's too obvious. Too obvious. I, mean, I know what you mean. But, like, you're not going to a place where you traditionally buy guns and you, you know, show your ID and all these things. And you get permits and rights and paperwork. Like, it's not usually like that. So, and I, I don't think that a lot of people are aware of that. That there's other ways to get a hold of weapons than, like, just going to your local Dunham's. Um, so, I don't know. It's... Y'all, if people want to do bad things, they're going to figure out a way to do a bad thing. And it's sad and it's heartbreaking, but that's the world we live in. But you know what I was thinking about the other day? You know how we have that thing in the Constitution that's like, you can, uh, we can put a soldier in your home. Can they still do that? The quartering act? Can we come Um, home and there's a red coat in our living room? Well, so I could be wrong about this. I believe that falls under the Fourth Amendment. um, And it was actually done... And implemented as a result of the Quartering Act, which was done by the British in the Revolutionary War, um, where, you know, essentially the crown could just be like, and we need you to house and feed and clothe these soldiers just because. And I don't think that, I want to say that provision says they can't do it essentially without just compensation, but I could be wrong. It also might be... It may only be in wartime. There's there's parameters that were put around it because I think at the yeah. time it was viewed as being heavily abused by the crown. Um, but anyway, back to backing up for a second with suicide rate. Um, I couldn't find exactly where the U.S. ranked, but I could see the top like 20 countries as far as suicide rate goes, mm-hmm. and the U.S. wasn't there. Surprisingly, we ain't even in them. surprisingly, it was a lot of countries um, in like Central Asia. Okay, yeah, I believe that. Yeah, so like it, was, it was a lot of that. Um, Russia was really high. Um, allegedly putin um yeah but uh but anyway so the suicide problem in the united states in comparison to the rest of the world is really not that high so i don't no. think that you reducing the amount of firearms would have a significant impact on the suicide rate Did you and know? also if someone wants to kill themselves there's a it. lot more ways <laughs> did you see how putin was running out of generals because they were all dying in the ukrainian war so what he did was he's getting them out of retirement now. And one of the guys he took out of retirement is legitimately 400 pounds. I could say. And they got him, like, quadruple XL pants and shirts. And there's a picture of him getting out of a car. And he is, like, the nutty professor times two. Good. Good. Sounds like Russia. But um, anyway, so two-thirds of gun deaths in the U.S. are suicide. Another... Roughly 15 to 20%-ish is gang violence, um, almost mm. entirely perpetrated within inner cities and done so by men in their late teenage through mid to late 20s. Even though Olivia Jade is working to reduce that. Woo! Is that happening? Yes. Yeah, oh, you Donating a yeah. percentage. Yeah, donating the percentage to make kids not be in gangs. Um, after that, then you go to... Um, justified police shootings um, where they're in an open gunfight with somebody um, then you also put officer deaths in there then you put in self-defense shoots I mean there's like a lot of layers to it mm-hmm. and as far as um, things that are you know school shootings and especially people who are murdered with rifles in particular an AR-15 because that's the mm-hmm. hot button one yeah it's like, it's it's re- a very, 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 very small percentage of gun deaths are that. Yeah. Um, Which, it doesn't make it right. And I do think that school shootings are a very big issue, that mm-hmm. they even exist, period. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, you know, that's a whole nother 
wormhole to go into sure. of prevention sure. and all that good stuff. But um, I know what you mean. I don't think that those numbers are talked about enough. No, the breakdown they're not. Of that. And, and beyond that, so the discussion obviously with gun control is around, well, we need um, red flag laws is one proposal that comes up quite a bit, which a red flag law is if you or a neighbor or something like that sees someone that you know and you feel like they're mentally unstable and they're a gun owner, mm -hmm. you can essentially go in and report them to your local judicial officer and then they're going to go in and temporarily, quote unquote, mm -hmm. confiscate their weapons for a set amount of time and they, until they can be like evaluated mentally, yeah. right? Um, now, a huge problem with that is, well, that is their property and you're going in and deciding to confiscate their property before they've been you know, acquitted or before they've had the, a proper trial before their peers. So yeah. that starts to slippery slope. And then you have to ask, well, what makes someone quote unquote mentally unstable or, you know, mentally ill? The Wh second that someone sees dad in his underwear working in the garage, listening to Bob Seger, our neighbors are going to be <laughs> like, let's get him down here. But it is something that could very easily be abused by some, especially Absolutely. like if you're somebody that doesn't like your neighbor or if you're real rah-rah, I don't want people to have guns. I mean, you could just go, you know, spill on that, that salt-based salt all over everything. Absolutely. And yeah, the cops would be consistent. Yeah, that could become guns. super toxic. Yeah. So um, the next one is what are called, quote-unquote, universal background checks. Now, if you are going to go to a federally licensed firearm dealer, so mm -hmm. any legitimate store that sells guns, you have to be able to pass a background check in order to get the gun. Yeah have to every state in the whole country you have to be able to do that what isn't required is if i were to transfer one of my guns to you yeah. you would then not have to pass a background check because i'm just you're in my family it's a private sale right Yeah, absolutely now when people say universal background checks they mean they want every single gun that changes hands to have a background check associated with it yeah but you now, know who's regulating that but it's it's something that you can't enforce because yeah. by nature of it being a private sale there really isn't a record of it mm -hmm. and so the only thing you're going to do is you're going to make it more challenging for people who are you know giving a gun to a family member or you're selling a gun to your neighbor or to whatever to you have to go to an ffl you got to do the fbi background check you got to spend the time you got to spend the money to be able to do it now obviously those people who would be going to do that anyway aren't going to be selling that gun to someone with the intent of now go shoot up that school yeah, they're just yeah. regular people following the law yeah now if you are somebody who's looking to black market find guns to go do something like that obviously you're not going to go get the background check done anyway yeah so it doesn't matter absolutely and if you were somebody who was going to do something heinous like that but you could pass a background check because you don't have any history of being brought in for mental illness or you don't have any felonies or misdemeanors on your record or anything that would flag it on a background check then it doesn't matter anyway you can just go yeah. in and you can buy a gun that's like for how sure. faulty the tsa is because first of all when you first walk into an airport where are the most amount of people right in front of the TSA yeah. waiting to go through? Also, how many TSA agents do you see with a gun? They don't. They Minimal. have gloves. They have gloves. Yeah. It's but, one of those things. And I mean, that's why it's one of the most hot button issues in our country is there is no perfect solution. Well, it's something that when, when something like school shootings happen, it's disgusting. It's sad. It's horrible. No one wants it to happen, and everybody immediately, well, not everybody, a lot of people immediately go to, we have to do something. 
Yeah. Right. Even if it's not good policy, even if it doesn't accomplish what we want it to accomplish, we have to do something because it's it's going to look good. It's going to make a good headline. We're going to feel better about ourselves and go to bed. But it obviously, because they've been doing quote unquote something for a long time and it's yeah. it still happens. So part of the issue is obviously mental health. Part of the issue is, you know, copycat syndrome. Mm -hmm. People get famous and, you know, whatever else for doing these horrible things. Um, Security within schools. But, yeah, my opinion is that is the really big part of it is that schools are soft targets in the Mm -hmm. same way that movie theaters um, or hospitals. I mean, there are places where you can't carry a gun or we're not super secure. And that's where there's going to be the most innocent lives that you can damage or kill. Yeah. So, you know, we lock up our money, we lock up our airports, the president, the governors, they've all got private security details. I'm not someone who supports the notion of giving teachers some sort of combat no, training. I don't think that I don't think that I that's, think that's effective. A little extreme. What I do think would make a lot of sense is there are very simple things that you can do to harden the school itself. Yeah. So at the high school where Jude goes, um, once all the kids get in the school for the day, all the doors lock and you yeah. can't get back into the school unless somebody actively lets you into the school. Yeah. Now, especially if you're going to go to the front door, they, you know, you walk up, you ring a ring doorbell, they can see you on the camera and then, you know, you, they might even be like, Hey, what are you here for? And you let them yeah. know, blah, 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 blah. And then they let you in. Now it, you, it's literally just, there's a button and they're like, yeah, he seems fine. Yeah. And open he the seems door. good. He seems good. Now, those are things that we could implement in every school in the country. And it would definitely cost money. And I don't know the exact amount that it would. But you could make it very, very difficult for somebody to just show up at 1030 on a Tuesday and walk into a school and do that. Then again, there's glass doors. So easy to just Well, those are designed and that would be part of the plan would be to essentially make it like bulletproof glass. Like you would make it so somebody couldn't just like pop, pop and like walk through the door. Yeah, well... Also, like, the lockdown drills they have us do, which is, like, basically just preparing for anything. Yeah. It's always fun to think, like, wait, maybe maybe this is real. Maybe I'm, a, it's fun. Maybe I'm about to die. <laughs> like, oh, a little adrenaline yes. rush. Yeah. Yeah. Only in America. Only... There's probably other places in the world where you have to, like, hide in the dark America. against a wall. <laughs> Hold on. Pause and then you, like, try quick. to make your friends laugh. But anyway, we're talking about um, hardening schools, right? Yeah. So yeah. So back to that. So um, definitely having essentially, um, I guess I don't know what to properly call them, but uh, like kill doors, murder doors, bank doors, where you essentially create every entrance can be made into a box. So in a lot of banks, especially in major cities, if you walk through the first door, mm-hmm. you have to be given the go ahead to get in the next door. Right. Okay. So if you are somebody with a gun or you're looking to do harm to kids. You just don't let them in the second door. And it's really just a giant bulletproof prison cell that you're suddenly locked in. Hey, wow. a smile can go real far. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, so things like that can be implemented. Also, I think it's totally worth it to commit some of the local PD resources or to spend the money to find somebody who has combat training, combat experience, de- de-escalation training, and you could actually carve out a position in schools to essentially be a very well-trained security guard to yeah. deal with that in case somebody wants to try Absolutely. to shoot up school. Right? Yeah, and you know what? Sometimes in schools, you need someone like that anyways. Can if there's s- some fights, if there's some drug yeah. activity, what have you. Can my school's security guard be Steven Seagal? <laughs> that should yes. be. Metal well, detectors, and, that's been another big one. And that's also something that's worth noting. So 
a lot of the schools that have a significant police presence have metal detectors um, have security services implemented in the school all the time mm-hmm. are the quote-unquote like dangerous schools in inner cities mm-hmm. yeah what schools don't get shot up yeah yeah those ones yeah like that's just the truth absolutely um and so i think that it's more so it's a mental health thing it's a lot more so the fact that schools are just the softest of targets in many instances mm-hmm. Um, and more often than not, they are somebody who shows up in the middle of the day. It's less so a kid brings a gun to school in their backpack. Yeah. Um, which obviously if you wanted to put in something like a metal detector system, there's a lot of schools that have them. It is annoying. It is kind of an inconvenience. Um, but if you really wanted to take the next step to make sure people aren't bringing weapons into school, yeah, that is something that you could do as well. Um, that doesn't infringe upon anybody's rights. Absolutely. A while ago, I was talking to an old guy who's... He said that he had a shotgun in his locker for mm-hmm. two months, and when he took it out, which this was... long time ago. Um, I'd say 70s. Yeah. When he took it out, he looked at the janitor, gave him a nod, the janitor gave him a nod, and he walked out of the school. Yeah. Yeah, it was, it was a different time, and it was a time before anybody was... I think it probably even concocted the idea of, I'm going to... Yeah. You know, essentially be a terrorist, and I'm going to go to a school and, and shoot people. Um, I think really before Columbine, the I know, largest. Columbine just sparked it. Ruined everything. Ruined everything. Um, <laughs> don't wear leather trench coats. Don't do it. But before that, I want to say one of the only acts of violence done against kids in school was actually in Bath, with Michigan. The bombing. Yeah. yeah. With, the, with the janitor. Yeah. Put mm-hmm. the bomb in like the basement of the school or whatever. But he did it badly. Yeah. No, he blew up like the boiler. I thought. Is something I don't know, but there was he set off an explosion in the school. Is what happened. Yeah. Um. But anyway, I, I think that to be petty, but it didn't even work. <laughs> didn't quite work. Did it kill anyone? Uh, I think so. I don't know for sure though. It was. I want to say it was like in the fifties, nineteen oh six or something like oh, that. Oh, like it was nineteen oh six. I'm I'm dead serious. Hold on, hold on. Let me look it up. I don't know if I believe that, but I know that I totally um remember learning about that. Oh, hold on. The, the newspaper 1927 1927 no that's so funny to me it's not funny it's not funny but he says that's hilarious that's hilarious the bath bombing shall we move on to row sure would you like Let's to take the lead on row would you take want to... a delve Let's into the delve ocean into the that s- is the most pissed off white women <laughs> i've ever seen in my life the bear trap of white women the bear trap of white yes. women row was overturned and i'm not gonna lie i was absolutely shocked were you? Um, well, obviously, there was the opinion that was leaked, uh, like, what, six weeks ago or something like that. I kind of thought that there was a pretty good chance that they were playing with the idea of overturning it, mm-hmm. but were probably going to water that down a bit and just really, really, really um, water row down but keep it. Yeah. So I was kind of surprised when I went all the way through, but pleasantly surprised. I being, was pleasantly surprised as well. Being a pro-life individual myself. We are pro-life individuals. That is very true, even though we ain't going to burn you at the stake or anything. Everybody's got their own opinions, Mm -hmm. which Mm -hmm. is important to keep in mind because I've seen so many people lately who are willing to die. If you disagree with me, literally Literally kill me Literally unfollow me, unfriend me. I don't want you in my life. Every time I look at Instagram, everyone always posts something. Well, it's either like one or the other, but the majority is just like the white girls that think they're the politicians of St. John's and... It's like, there are dark days ahead of us, but if we stick together, we will survive. 
Yeah. Well, I can remember the last time we talked about Roe, which was probably months ago, but I remember we talked about it in a podcast. We had talked about how it's, you know, crazy to us that abortion even exists and it's, you know, essentially just like a, a justified genocide that we're, you know, doing right now. And I remember us talking about how we really never thought that it was going to be overturned and now it is, which just means that the power has gone to the states, which is how it should be. And um, I... I can't say that I'm surprised by the reactions, but also it's gross to me. It's it's nasty. Yeah, I mean, it's one of those issues that um, apolitical people, you know, like everyone has a stance on abortion, even if yeah, you don't consider yourself like to be a political person. It's like one of the person. biggest issues or, you yeah. know, topics. Yeah, it's way up there. Way there up was, there. There was a story about um, some girl from the new Full House series getting shocked by the cops but like the full video so there was just a Wait, video of a cop what's happening her to the ground the new full house girl are we so, talking about you know, Roe? Like the show fuller house yeah are we talking about Roe? why are you talking about that no it's it involves her oh, okay but there were riots in the streets yeah she rushes the cops cops deny her throw her to the ground and they're everyone's like that was so unnecessary she sprinted at them. Yeah. yeah. yeah I that thought was. that... I know that there was a lot, a lot of rioting because when that first, like, initially hit, I was like, oh, no. It's gonna, it's gonna be bad, y'all. It's about to get mostly peaceful up in here. It's about to get... Mm. Um, yeah, well, and I think to this point, I don't know if anyone's died, which is obviously a great thing. Uh, I think there was one woman that got hit by a car protesting on a highway, which kind of comes with the territory. Brought upon yourself. Um... There was a video that I saw of a guy trying to let a cop on fire, which was disturbing. Um, but yeah, I mean, thankfully, I, I don't think anyone... And this is what? What day is today? Today is Tuesday the 28th. So this is, you know, as of today. But I, I think it's kind of died down, which obviously yeah. we don't want anybody getting beat up or dead. We don't. Um, One of my least favorite things about... Um, Roe being overturned as of right now and it goes back to you know what's been going on for years is if you're not on the right side of politics meaning you know like the progressive side of things if you're not pro-choice all of that you are openly it's accepted to demonize you and you know you're you're the worst person ever unfriend me all that there's no respect because but again, it's one of those things where everyone throws everything aside and, you know, you're allowed to demonize people over this kind of stuff. Um, but I think that that's really bad. You know what I mean? And I and I don't like that. I don't like that at all. You don't agree with demonizing people? I actually don't. But what if they're really bad? Can we do it then? Like, I I know right now that what if me they're or literally anyone... literally Hitler? Literally Hitler was to come out and be like, hey pro-life you know that's cool i the amount of people that i know personally that would just be like get them out of here dead to me dead to me it's Pro crazy life minus that six mil yeah yeah a lot of that a lot of that but i don't know it's it's um you know it's going to revert back to obviously the states and red states are going to have restrictions and blue states aren't and uh yeah, I mean, it's, it's going to go back the to the white way it women was. that were posting and donating to a giant GoFundMe for Planned Parenthood, they don't need any more money. Hey, they don't. They, they got don't lots need of cash, it. and they're subsidized by the federal government. They are, and mm, no, thank you. Don't do that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Read into the history. 
don't donate to Planned Parenthood. <laughs> yeah. Well, and there's there's a lot of um, you know complex and frankly largely over my head legal reasoning that goes into a lot of the SCOTUS decisions. Um, obviously, there was a lot of uh, hoopla in the media because Clarence Thomas, who's the most conservative and originalist member of the Supreme Court, uh, was talking about doing away with substantive due process, um, which, again, is kind of complex legal jargon that has to do with the Fifth and Fourteenth Amendment. Um, but that is the legal principle upon which Obergefell, uh, Griswold, and Lawrence, um, and I may be Loving as well. I don't know if Loving is, is put on there, but upon which those cases were built. Mm -hmm. So Obergefell is obviously gay marriage. Um, Griswold is the right to purchase contraception. Um, and then Lawrence is essentially, um, it essentially stated that states don't have the right to create um, laws around, well, I mean, if I... It's like gay men. Like gay men, they can't make laws saying that gay men can't be sexually together is really what that yeah. was. Um, which, again, on like all of those things, like the rights to marry who you like, um, the rights to do whatever you would like in the privacy of your own bedroom, um, contraception, whatever, I think everybody has the right to those things. But what people misunderstand is that the role of the Supreme Court is to interpret the federal constitution of the United States and to see if what those people are alleging... And in, in when I'm saying this, people, I mean alleging those rights in Obergefell, in Lawrence, and in Griswold, if that actually is conducive with what the Constitution yeah. says. Yeah. It's not to say that you shouldn't have the right to have those things. It's just saying, mm -hmm. we're reading through this, and it's really not there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it goes down to the state level. Um, and again, on these issues, in particular, something like abortion, which is so heavily contested, and it's so split with pro-life and pro-choice, mm -hmm. you know... It, it's not the role of five people in robes to determine whether or not that is actually right. It yeah. should be something that is done at the legislative level where people are allowed to vote people in, you know, who share their beliefs and their ideas on those things. And if you have enough people, you can create a constitutional amendment to codify those things. Mm -hmm. Now, obviously, that's very, very challenging. And I don't think that we've had a constitutional amendment since... I mean, what have, there's 27 amendments. I can't remember when the 27th went in, but it's been a Why while. Why isn't he doing his research before these rants, people? That's what I want to know. Girl. Girl, we're oh, supposed Lord. to be a professional podcast. I can't deal with this. I haven't had to learn about that since the 8th grade. I'm completely oh, okay no. with that because I really don't want to learn that again. Jude's not a history buff, but I, mean, I know, I know what man, you're saying. Like, it's No. It's... It, I know what you're saying. It's like there's these five people in robes. Does that get down to the ethics or changing people's opinions on that? Absolutely not. No. Not at all. You know what I mean? Um, it's, you know, we've talked about it before. It's a subject that's become very desensitized. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that obviously, like you said, everybody has their very strong opinions on it. Um, I have strong opinions, but I, I would like to think, and I really pride myself on... You know, if you're pro-choice, I don't think that you're like a bad person or an no, evil absolutely. person or whatever I'm else. I mean, way. you just have your opinion and I have mine. And I will say, I feel like that is one of the major differences that I have seen in the reaction to the overturn of mm -hmm. Roe. It's like, if you don't see things my way, then I hope to never know you. Like those sorts yeah. of things, which is, you know, 
not ideal not like the the best way to go about doing things well like i you know i've said before and i think it still stands is that abortion at the end of the day is a debate between women's rights and human rights yes and it just kind of depends on where you fall within that issue Mm. but we're all god's children we're all brothers and sisters and we can hold hands and unite amen well and beyond that it it comes down ultimately to the definition and defining when life begins, right? Yeah. Because everybody agrees that you can't kill a three-month-old baby because it's straining your economic life and you want yeah. to pursue your career. Can't do that. But what's and I and I know where you're going with this. You know, it's a debate of where life begins. But what I have seen now is this whole notion of well, it doesn't even matter because the mother's life is more important than the baby's life. Like that's the new, you know. And there, stance. yeah, there are some yeah. that say that. Um, but I think that the most logically consistent route to go in relation to the pro-life, pro-choice debate is, well, let's first of all be conservative and let's err on the side of saying that life begins at conception. Yeah. Because that way, like, listen, if, if it really does, when the rubber hits the road and we find out through science or like God comes down from the sky and says, oh, and by the way, like we killed a lot of people, a lot of people dead, right? Yeah. So... For one, probably not a bad idea to err on the side of being conservative with that. But um, I think that it's it's strange to say that life begins at birth. Yeah. Um, I think that viability is tricky because viability is constantly being pushed further or earlier and earlier As in the pregnancy. Um, and it's it's just very very difficult. Now, if if Obviously, we were to say that life began at conception and there was whatever it was. Scientific consensus, political consensus, again, divine intervention, whatever would bring that about. Then abortion just simply couldn't exist at all Mm -hmm. because you would obviously be killing someone. And legally, it would not be allowed because it would be infringing upon... um, uh, What did I say? The fifth and fourth... Yeah, the fifth and fourteenth amendments, which have... The due process clauses, which essentially says that you cannot be deprived of life, liberty, or property and without the due process of law, which is also a little bit sketchy, which means that they can kill you if they go through the legal process. But beyond that, um, you would need to, in theory, commit some sort of a crime to warrant being killed, which obviously mm-hmm. unborn children have not done. Um, but yeah, it's just it's very very tricky, and especially it's a when you look at topic. especially when you look at the numbers, when you see the polls and the reasoning for why people obtain abortions um and you look at i mean people always want to and what people i mean pro-choice folk um always points to instances of rape and incest which obviously are horrible but also a very small percentage they're you know according to a lot of the studies that i've read um from places outside of the u.s that have been conducting studies within the u.s they're apolitical to the issue um, it's like one and a half percent of yeah. abortions in total are comprised of rape and incest, which mm-hmm. again are horrible. Very terrible things. Are horrible, um, and but so then that means also it leads to that another. You know, there's so many wormholes you can go down, but it's also like, but that's still life, and why is that life not valuable? That's a very valid point. You know? I mean, even though somebody is created from a horrible circumstance. Obviously, that's not their fault. No, it's just, you know, an individual with a soul. And And it doesn't mean that their life is any less valuable than someone who was created from a consensual sexual act. Yeah. Um, And it gets very tough. And then the other really sketchy thing that I've seen with a lot of people is, well, like, what if 
the baby has Down syndrome or what if the baby has some sort of birth yeah, defect? Yeah, absolutely. And so then again, you're making the same argument that says, well... My life is more valuable. You know what well, I mean? not even necessarily that. You're just saying that someone who has these, you know, whether it be a, a mental illness or a genetic disorder or whatever it may be... Doesn't the, deserve to live. The, yeah, they don't deserve to live because they, they have some sort of making error. making ways that you can fix genetic disorders of children true. while they're still in the womb. So that's not... Yeah. Which is very true. But obviously, I mean, just because somebody has, you know, whatever, let's call it Down syndrome or something like that, doesn't mean that their life in any way like especially recognized legally in the united states it doesn't mean that their life has less value than mine it just means that they're different not at all it's catchy it's a it's a big big topic but you know i always because abortion obviously is something that can be very sad and can bring about a lot of feelings of you know whatever maybe anger all Mm -hmm. that stuff but i do believe that you know every life that's in a womb is a life with the soul and all that and if maybe maybe if they don't make it into this life you know they're in the next mm-hmm. yeah. you know they in the next they just get the free pass into the, the absolutely wonderful afterlife but um get out of jail free card. <laughs> um yeah no it's oh i i just had something i was gonna say and i lost it um woof yeah we all hate that moment i was don't ready we? for a wormhole it's really ready for it overall I'm interested to see what happens with Roe in the next few months. Um, at the end of the day, if you want an abortion, you're just going to have to travel across state lines. You just got to go to Illinois. And Dix is going to pay for it. So yeah, don't worry Dix, about it. Dix Sporting Goods will pay for it, yes. Let's just make Canada the new America. If they want to really have all those abortions, just go to Canada. It's fine. Shoo, shoo. Shoo, shoo. Get over there. Yeah. Wow, I'm so upset with myself that I lost that. I it had probably a whole wasn't thing. even going to be that good, though. Hey, it was. All the takes are good. All the takes are hot. All the takes are hot. Hot, hot, hot. Um, oh, anyway, um, I did want to get into a stepping aside from the politics and the hot button. Okay. Um, there was a woman that um, I was speaking with yesterday. And uh, she is the mother of someone who I went to school with. And we started talking, and I was piecing it together gradually through the conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, and I went, oh, are you so-and-so's mom? And she was like, yup. And then I was like, oh, my gosh. Like, I love them. They're so great. They're so nice. And they truly were. Like, I wasn't fluffing. They were truly are just, yeah. like, a great person. And she goes, or and, and then either I said or someone else said in the conversation, so what are they up to these days? And she goes, wish I knew. I haven't talked to them in years. I heard they got a house out, blah, 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 somewhere. And I went, Ugh. That's the most uncomfortable conversation ever. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that was, okay. Uh, in that situation, just lie. Because, oh, yeah. Because be like, saying, good, great. saying something like that, immediately you want people to be like, what? Tell me, tell me about it. Tell What's going more, on? Tell, I don't know. Maybe you could find out for me. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Kidding. That's that's nuts. Also, in the same conversation, um, there was a gentleman who is from Boston mm-hmm. who uh, is a native guy. Super cool. I really like talking to him. Um, but... But he goes on and, and, you know, we're talking about Boston sports. We're talking about like the Red Sox and the Bruins and Tom Brady and all this different stuff. And obviously then you dabble into the pop culture mm-hmm. and he's from Southie. And so I was like, oh, you, you get all like the Goodwill hunting jokes. Everybody's like making Southie jokes and blah, 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 blah. Yeah. 
And he's like, oh, yeah. So obviously we naturally wander onto the subject of Havid Ba and Matt Damon and Ben Affleck, right? Of course. And he goes, and I don't know, he might be lying. I have no idea. I've only met this guy and talked to him once. But he seemed like a cool, sincere guy. So I'm going to take it at face value and say that he wasn't lying, right? Okay. So he goes, um, yeah, he's like, I met everybody. He's like, I met uh, Affleck. I met Damon. I met Mark Mark Wahlberg. Um, But where? Great question. Well, he did used to work for the Boston Globe. Okay. So he was a writer. So it's very possible that just in his media, you know, days that he was able to meet those people. Anyway, um, he goes, Mark Wahlberg's a giant douche. He's exactly what you think he would be. Um, He goes, Matt Damon's pretty cool. And then he proceeds to tell me about why he doesn't like Ben Affleck, which, again, I I want it to be true. I want it to be true, but it could just be dudes sitting around smoking cigarettes, drinking beer, telling lies. But I want it to be true. might be contacting us after this. I want it to be true. So, um, he goes, my buddy's friend, as every great story starts with. Yes. My buddy's friend, so third hand, right? Yes. Went off to Afghanistan in the early 2000s in the wake of 9-11. Was like a Marine, right? Noble. Whilst he was gone. His wife and or girlfriend had an affair with Ben Affleck. I guess what? he doesn't really support the truth. That's what it was. That's what he told me. And I went, wow. And he goes, yeah. So Those really not words. a big Ben Affleck guy. Yeah. Here's like what literally. What if it was a different guy named Ben Affleck? If I had to place yeah, bets Asian. on this, it's probably just the biggest like hearsay game of telephone. Like someone saw Ben Affleck at a Walgreens and there was a soldier there. And that's it. Yeah, but I think the story that I told is more fun. But yes. It is more fun. I'm not going to lie. If you had to like put money on it, how accurate do you think that story is? I would say there's a 34% chance it's true. All right. Speaking of Ben Affleck, he let his child drive his either Lamborghini or BMW. Lamborghini. And smashed in... Well, yeah, okay. So he had a Lamborghini, but his 12-year-old son smashed that Lamborghini into a BMW. His 12-year-old son? His 10-year-old son. 10-year-old son. He was like, hey, buddy, you want to drive? And then crashed it into a different car. That sounds like some drunk Affleck. It probably does. And him being like, get in the driver's seat. Yeah. What? Yeah. I can't deal well, with no, another no, 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 DUI. No. What's the legal action here? <laughs> well, so what I'm... Well, obviously, there would have been a police report that was filed. And I'm sure that, you know, if Ben Affleck was like, burr, 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 they would have, like, had him do the breathalyzer. And he would have, you know, been a drunk dad. But... Um, yeah, your 10 year old, I get it. Listen, we've all driven cars underage in the country with no one around. And that's one thing, especially on a dirt road, but driving supercars in suburban areas with cars and people all over. That's different. Probably not the route. You know what makes it even better? Hmm. Stepmommy Jennifer Lopez was there. Uh, Yeah. That, that brings it home. Salina. Yeah. The Salinas. That must be. What is that like? (sighs) What is what like? To have Jennifer Lopez as your stepmom, and then also have her. But like your on and off stepmom, your stepmom that's around for like a year and a half, then three years later she comes back. And then you also have on and off stepbrothers who that are her twin sons that are the children of who was the guy that she used to be married to? Alex Rodriguez. Or before that, it might have been somebody before that. I don't know. It is who that is. Yeah. Think about having Pete Davidson as your stepdad. That's not yeah. even the same guy, though. That's not the same family. I know, but still, like... I know what you mean. Stuff like, gets weird. 
you're if thinking, I if I was my age and Pete Davidson was my stepdad, I think it'd be strange. If you're seven, it's just like, oh, it's my mom's boyfriend. No, I if saw... it was currently me. And I mean, anyway, Kim Kardashian's like forty-five, so that could be currently me. True. And I'd look at him and go, "This guy would probably be giving my father chewing tobacco at a speedway." Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, I I would like to think that I would get along well with Pete. Skeet and I would have some fun. I would too. Yeah. But then we wouldn't have the Kanye drama. But you want to know, I think you and Pete Davidson are kind of the same person. Mm. He is more reckless, but I think that you both probably just want to sit in one of those giant beanbag chairs and just be. We're both depressed. Yeah, definitely some of the depression. Yeah, Yeah, I feel that that vibe. I'll tell you what, I saw sometimes um, Jennifer Gardner pops up on my TikTok because she pops off on there. And I didn't even notice it was her. What does she do? What does she do on TikTok? Just the weirdest stuff. Just like baking. Just, I was literally about to say, I'm like, does she make muffins? It's like baking, and then halfway through, she's like, this is a great time to call my local senator about gun control laws and like stuff like that. But anyways, today I'll tell you what. I, I didn't even know it was her. I just saw this girl start doing insane box jumps. Like the tallest box jumps, and she's just getting up there. This is Jennifer Gardner? Just is Jennifer Gardner. Like nobody's mm-hmm. business. And I was like, shiz. Could and you, then when I realized it was her, I was like, damn. Could you imagine? So she's calling her state senator mm-hmm. and me, my job, that's, that's <laughs> me answering that phone. And I guarantee she's like, hello, this is Jennifer. Um, I would like to speak to senator blah, 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 blah. Yes. You know, I would be like, Jennifer Gardner? Yeah. <laughs> like, I'd be like, oh, hey. <laughs> You'd be like, do you mind? You could actually talk to me about this. Also, can I have you wait till my over mom Over the phone, just here? go, can I, I have your autograph? I have so many questions about 13 going on 30, Pearl ben Harbor, Ben Affleck. And she's like, anyways, bye, my brownies are done. <laughs> yeah. Oh, bye. She also you know decorated. She's making, she's making blondies. You know she's making blondies. Actually, they were like really healthy. They were like made with like banana. So that's unfortunate. But she also decorated her trees with gay streamers. Like gay, 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 gay rainbows. Gay. Which we love the gays. Okay. We've already established. I don't know what she with the gays. I think no that people, with the gays. I think that people go way over the top with the virtue signaling for the gays. But if 100%. you're gay. 100%. Yeah, yeah. Y'all know that that gay stuff about to be on clearance on July 1st. Mm. Which if you're really into rainbows... It's your lucky day. It's your lucky day. It really is. I can't love unicorns now because then people think I'm gay. But uh, here's That's the thing, though. So, like, like when I was, when you're seven, especially when you're seven in 2004, you know, rainbows are just rainbows. Like, it's whatever. Yeah. They're kind of pretty. They're fine. Now that I'm 24, can't be wearing rainbow stuff because people are like, oh. Yeah. Oh, Maybe that's even more pick reason. something else so I can be myself. Let me be my true heterosexual self and wear the rainbow colors. How Just ugly is the gay pride flag, though? They put brown in there. That's they ugly. Put they put brown Hold in on. there. Let me see. Did this the like updated, updated it? It's y'all. It's ugly. Why didn't you just make it like a solid color? Updated pride flag. Updated pride flag. We need to start gathering our resources before these podcasts. There's memes. No, nope, like, I refuse. It'll be the whole flag. Oh, yeah. Slip a thing of like yeah. John Cena in there. <laughs> yeah, they got literally every color. I know. Red, orange, yellow, green, blue, purple, black, brown, baby blue, pink, white. I think that's all of them. Y'all pick dark one blue? color. Not You're not that special. You Dude, can't no one's have special. all of them. We're all God's children. We're all equal. We all gonna die and be in the ground. And you know what the color of the dirt is? Brown. We all gonna be brown. 
Anyway, I did want a brief update, though, because we have some news as to the local drama, and I wanted mm. you to fill me in. So, if you listen to last week's pod, which obviously you should have, you know that divorce is hard and expensive is back at it. So, I, I need to... Okay, so listen to last week's episode, and then we're going to pick up right now where we are, okay? So, I noticed in the past week that Dave is posting a lot about Mary, which I find a little suspicious because from what Mary hey, told me... Does he hit him with the hashtag something about Mary? Literally, yes. Okay. Good. It was an entire title of one of his videos. Good. Of course he does. And I'm thinking that's kind of suspicious because from what I heard from Mary, she's in her car in a state park. Yep. So we've got issues here. So then it was literally, was it today or it was yesterday. I see Mary. She's walking back from the showers. And of course, you know, I do that. Mary, what's up? You know, how's it going? What he do, baby? What he do? Like, let's catch up. And she was like, things are going really well. I, um, you know, me and Dave made up. We're in a better place right now. Mm -hmm. And I was like, okay, that's great. And she said, we just need to grow separately. We just need to grow in our own directions. And I was like, that's great, Mary. Then she goes on to tell me that she bought a storage unit where she is now storing her things and also where she goes every morning to meditate because there's complete silence. And then she tells me that she was never happy at Dave's house because there were demons in there that were feeding her negative energy, which mm. is why she never felt at peace there, mm. even though she saged it numerous times. It's a lot of sage. That's a lot of sage. You want what another the fun part? Dave? I almost guarantee you I know where the unit is. Is it next to our house? Or it's the close. new ones? I, if it's the new ones, it's right there. It's literally right there. We could go through and like knock on every one yeah. every morning. Do you think that she, she probably leaves it open? I would assume, because yeah. otherwise it would get really hot in there. I was thinking steamy. about that. Real steamy. It would get steamy. Like, what if you just got trapped in there? But then if it's open, you can hear the road and stuff. Maybe it faces away from the road. I don't know. Yeah. I, I guess I have to ask her some more questions, but yeah. I, I want to make it very like clear. There is no hate on Mary. Mary is a very sweet woman. Very sweet. And she's always extremely kind to me. And I'm just here to report her life journey. I'm just always here for the tea. That's it. That's what I'm here for. I don't know if I'm Team Dave, guys. You're not a Dave slave? I don't know if he's Dave the Brave. I think he might be Dave the Douche. Dave the Douche. <laughs> I think he might be, guys. I don't want to tell you. Dave the Douche. Well, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I just, I, I want to, I want to keep up. I want to know how Mary's doing. We all do. I want to know something about Mary. True. and But you guys, considering that she invited me to the bonfire at Sleepy Hollow, I think we could all go. Maybe bring some hot dogs and a banjo. Yeah. Listen, you know that's a fun drum circle. It's you know a, it it's is. It's a drum circle of one. She could sage us. I could probably really use some essential oils, if we're being honest here. Isn't like saging basically getting hit with a leaf or like it's a weird herb or something like that? It's a herb. I don't know. Yeah, I'm not really sure. I'm a Sagittarius or a Virgo or a rhinoceros. I don't really know, but I think that it makes me feisty sometimes when the moon is in the third quadrant. So. Is that, are you being, are you joking? Or are you actually a Sagittarius? I don't know what that is. Jude, what are you? I, I swear, I think you're a Scorpio. Okay. Hey, <laughs> okay. are you into it? No, but like I know my sign. What's your sign? I'm a Capricorn. Um, and I actually really relate to my traits of being a Capricorn. Hey, 
I'm going to let you in on a secret about how that works, right? Anyone okay. can relate to anything. Every single trait of all of the signs everyone can relate to. But I really feel like I relate. Okay. All we, right. So you, you're a Virgo. Going, yes, I have experienced those emotions before. Cole's a Virgo. And this means these complex and demanding people can be difficult to live with, but no one can doubt their sincerity. They have a human, human humanitarian streak and always like to make important contributions to society through their work or life efforts. Yeah, I that's not do true literally none of that. State government. But also, let me see it. Are you ambitious yeah. or organized? Nope. Let me see it. <laughs> okay. Okay, hold on. So what is Jude? Let me just look it up. Why I, is your text... I don't know. I messed it up so long ago. Okay. I'm almost 100% sure that Jude is a Scorpio because he's November. Yeah. November. Scorpio personality. Okay. Here we go. Jeez, oh, Pete's crazy. I'm sorry. I messed it up. Wait, is it right? The date? Hold on. It's a thing. At, hold up. It's a thing on Snapchat. No, 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 It no. tells me. Is, I'm, I'm, doing I'm, a, I'm doing a sign. I'm Snapchat doing a science experiment. Snapchat tells me that I'm a Scorpio. A signs experiment? Yes. Okay. <sighs> well, hurry it up. Jeez, we don't have all day. Scorpio. Read, hold on. Read the bad traits, please. Hold on. Hold on. This isn't. This is not the right one. This is not the right one. So, Grace, you are a Capricorn, yes? Yes. And actually, I, I really feel like I'm a Capricorn. Like, I feel it in my soul. You feel it in your soul. Okay. Okay. Read it to me. Give it to me. Um, so, they're unlike any other sign of the Zodiac. They're totally unique to this brazen spirit. Oh, hell yeah. Um... Makes what makes them so unique myself. is its dynamic blend of passion, curiosity, intensity, and adaptability. This is I'm me, not right? An Rep- represented by the oh. archer. <laughs> I thought it was me. Sagittarius isn't afraid to use its bow and arrow to explore expansive terrain, seeking answers in places and spaces where others wouldn't dare venture. I really don't care about things. It is what it is. <laughs> but everyone can relate to it, right? Is that all you got? That's what it was for Jude. Let me. I need more of this. But I'm, I'm going to read to you guys the traits of a Capricorn, and you're going to be like, oh, that's her. Traits of Capricorn. Traits of Capricorn woman. Is there differences? Practical, independent, and self-reliant. They enjoy doing useful things around the house and will normally be involved in several DIY projects at once. Since Capricorns are so hardworking, they often spend their free time trying to better themselves. What's our weakness? We're pessimistic. Greedy, cynical, fearful, ruthless in achieving a goal, rigid. But I want you to take a step back and I want you to ask yourself, what would someone who doesn't identify with those traits think of themselves? My traits are intense, magnetic, and deep. Jude, you are literally none of those things. Yep. (laughs) Are Capricorns psychopaths? Yes. Yeah. Hardest. They are known of as masters of self-control. Does that mean that Liv's a Scorpio too? She's in October. When is Jude's birthday? Jude's is November seventeenth, but this says it's Scorpio no. Liv told Snapchat. me. When is Liv's birthday again? It's October twelfth. October twelfth. Which you're is welcome, honey. I know you. October twelfth, zodiac. <laughs> oh, she's a Libra. A Libra. Describe a Libra to me. 
Um, well, y'all aren't compatible, so there's that for you. Big problem. Um, hold on, hold on, hold on. Traits of a Libra. <laughs> Traits. Okay. They are high-spirited, fun-loving, and always looking for a good time. That's true. She is high-spirited and fun-loving, but she's definitely not always looking for a good time. She's tired a lot. Oh, my gosh. Quite sociable, balanced, mm. elegant, graceful, good with words, high level of discipline. I think graceful might be a little bit of a stretch because she consistently hurts herself and cuts herself on things. And is always ill. And is consistently dying. Passionate and expressive lovers. I'm not going to comment on that. <laughs> excels in law and sorts of work with divided sides <laughs> i don't know i don't know what that means i don't know what i'll that be honest means with you either. i don't know i actually feel like a lot of that totally is lit though. yeah i'd say that describes her pretty well pretty well i agree y'all so the this is the only thing i care about screw everything else we've talked about in this podcast tonight is welcome to plathville and kim and barry announced they're getting divorced all I care about, guys, that's the biggest news of the day. But also, it's not going to be them getting divorced on that episode. No, it's not. But they announced it to People Magazine today, which makes me think that, excuse me, it's going to be announced in tonight's episode. Okay. Mm. Bad traits for a Scorpio is jealousy, cunning, manipulative, ruthless, <laughs> and revengeful. Jude, I'm again, all those you're none of those things. <laughs> Come on, I'm quite super cunning. Revengeful. Yeah. But anyway, all those things are just these broad strokes that encompass so many things and so many people at once that you kind of can't really disprove it because there's always at least one or two things where you're like, yeah, I guess that kind of is me. Uh, yeah, no, you mean. But also, I'm decided that I'm totally a Capricorn. Which means that we should set up some sort of a Ponzi scheme operation incorporating Zodiac signs as the business model and we should take all of the money from every white woman in the world. And donate Dude. it to gangs? And donate it to keeping kids out of gangs. If I'm not Olivia in college J. by the age of 20, I'm starting a cult. Because I need to make money somehow. Amen, so, honey. Is it going to be a Zodiac cult? No. Are you going to be the Zodiac killer? Don't Part go to two? college, Jude. College is a scam. Do something else. What's the, what's the opposite of Zodiac? Not Zodiac. Not Zodiac? I don't know. We're going to kill people that do Zodiac stuff. Boom. Okay. There you go. Opposite of Zodiac Killer. You got a lot Genocide. of targets. <laughs> a lot of targets. Double homicide. Okay. I'm going to look for like Facebook pages. Oh, yeah. It's going to be a lot of women who have like hashtag witch in their bio and a lot of crystals. Yeah. They would be killed immediately. In immediately Salem. dead. If a girl has crystals, you would immediately leave. It's a lot of women with dream catchers one. tattooed on their calves. A lot of that. Or John Proctor. Dude, I think. Every English teacher and um, guidance counselor has a dream catcher on their calf. It's like a required thing. Yeah, it's pretty standard. It's kind of like dudes having their last name tattooed and like barbed wire on their tricep or something like that. Someone told me today that their brother got family tattooed like right here on their arm. And I had to try so hard not to laugh because they like were talking about it like, yeah, and he got family tattooed on his arm. And I, was I would like, rather oh. have Vin Diesel smoldering on my arm. That would be... See... If you're not making a meme of the tattoo, or if it's not objectively very beautifully done art, yeah. don't do it. 
Don't do it. Just don't do it. Don't do it, guys. No one cares about you having family written. If I was in your shoes and that person went, my brother got family written on his forearm, <laughs> I would go, oh. <laughs> I would say it just like that, and I would look at them with the kid at the school pictures when he's in the second grade, like... In the SpongeBob pajamas? One of those, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'd hit him with that. That's what I would be. And they would know full well that I was on the same page with it being stupid. Yeah, because that's clearly the dumbest thing ever. Yeah. Jude, if I ever see you with anything tattooed on your forearm, we're going to get have issues. Hey, Unless it's upper Vin Diesel. Inner thigh. Upper inner thigh. Upper 48 inner. 48-inch ruler. <laughs> no. It's going to be like a meme or something. I don't know. It might be SpongeBob. Something good. I will say, there are plenty of cool tattoos in the world. I am not a tattoo person. I have none. Needles and getting poked and prodded don't make me feel fun and happy. I also don't have anything cool enough or interesting enough to have there forever. But... I do have a buddy of mine that I used to work with. His entire left leg, oh, I all the way up, that. is like a mural of Bigfoot and aliens and UFOs and it's multicolored and stuff. It's super well done. And it's so random and doesn't really make sense to me why it's there. He probably explained it to me. I don't really know. But it's so off the wall and unique that I'm I'm down for it. I think it's cool. How yeah, much he money? showed me that on Halloween. Actually, hold on. Yeah. For a yep. million dollars. Would you get Squidward tattooed to your forehead for life? Um, what, no. How, what if I could get I really mean, I'm sure tiny they're... Squidward in my hairline? Ooh, that could be fun. Like an Easter egg? It's got to be like... like... There. There's probably an amount of money, but I don't know. It's got to be way... Like, it's got to be Powerball style money like you are the chosen one you have it on your like the center of your forehead it just wear like it's like a harry hat. potter but squidward yeah yeah get a wig That's with fair. bangs it could be handsome squidward do that it would i think it would need to be handsome squidward to make it funnier other than just like big nose squidward yeah, chilling squidward. on the forehead yeah i'm squidward Full body yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah like the ballet scene was like the, like one of yeah. those yeah i could probably make that work but it would need to be Powerball style cash. I agree. Way up there. How long has this pod been, Jude? It has been an hour and almost three minutes. Y'all, let's wrap it up. It's <laughs> Plathville night. I got to get in the zone. I'll okay. see y'all next week. I love you. Hey, you got to plug all the stuff. Yes. We have our Instagram, which you can follow, which is side of underscore slaw. And you can let us know recommendations of things that you'd like to talk about. You can hit us up with a follow. You can like our stuff. All of all good things. I also think that I might hit us up soon with a TikTok. That could be super fun. Also, look me up on Snapchat. Jude Williams 05. <laughs> Don't do follow that. Jude He's Snapchat. underage. Very yeah. underage. Makes it better. Well, but still, also, uh, make sure to leave us a kind review on all of our podcast platforms. Yes. Spotify, Google Play, Apple Podcasts. We appreciate five-star reviews. One-stars are understandable, though, as well. Sometimes bad, bad review. Bad reviews. Well, share bad to reviews. your friends. Just be honest. Share to your friends. Comment, like, subscribe. Tell everyone you know. Interact. It would be fun to read. Interact, yes. We appreciate all of you. You are what makes the show great, and we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.